must have been the wrong one. Uh, <clears throat> what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> We're back. This is going to be your Monday evening podcast. You may listen to it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So happy day of the week, whatever it may be. Special guest Bubbles today. Now, Bubbles, uh, what is your favorite animal? Are you stupid? Kitties. Oh, yeah. You're the worst Bubbles impersonator of all time. Uh, we lied to you. We said we were going to have a guest on Monday, but uh, there's no guest. Well, we said maybe. Maybe, yeah. So we didn't lie. We just didn't do what we mentioned we might do. <laughs> but we are also doing a different album. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, Sunday, June 6th marks the death date of Mr. Dr. John, otherwise known as Mac Robinac. Super sad. Super sad. But this is one of my fucking favorite 70s albums, man. Hell yeah. So it's like funky, rocking, and just like, oh, it's such a vibe. In my opinion, like, Fuck, he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, it's only been two years, so... That's crazy. But, uh... For those who don't know who Dr. John is, he, uh... Very prominent character in, in 70s music. Uh, very prominent character in New That's Orleans music. Lightly. And he makes... Well, the reason I know Dr. John is from his performance at The Last Walk. That's where I first... Which, we didn't mention well. that that was a live album that was... Pretty kick ass last week. Yeah, that's true. I, miss, I that's forgot true. that one. I said, like, fuck, he was on that. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, we didn't mention that. We should do that. That'd be really fun. The last waltz? That'd be a long one, though. Maybe a two parter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be a, definitely a two parter. But, yeah, so he was ripe old age of 77. That's pretty ripe. He would have been 79 this year, but. Oof. Man, I don't want to live that long. It depends. If I can still walk. But if I was loaded or something, I'd have a dope-ass life. I was just chilling, listening to records, like, yeah, seeing shows, like... I feel like our generations would be really different when they're old. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what it would look like, honestly. Probably look kind of weird. But, that's okay. We'll see when that time comes, I guess, eh? Potentially. I listened to our uh, the, the Frampton one there today. At work. You listened to it, the yeah, whole thing? Not the whole thing, but pretty, like, at least 30 to 40 minutes out of it. Fuck. You know, like skinny. How was it? Oh, it was pretty good. Fuck, we're funny. Can I use your, <laughs> we are pretty funny. Can I use your mac and cheese container for you? You know. Yes, so we're today, today we're spinning the, his album um, In the Right Place. Which was also the title, title track, Right Place, could have been the wrong time. Um, now, I don't know a whole lot about Dr. John. I know he's a very, very influential person yeah. for New Orleans. He's not someone that I would know a whole lot about either, but like every time I listen to him, I really fucking enjoy it. That's yeah. just what I know, you know. But. Now this... He's, sorry. He's such a character, like, he's flamboyant, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Great piano player. Fucking great songwriter, too. Oh, yeah. 
Now, do you have a lot of Dr. John? I think I only got one. And it's, uh, and it's, uh, it's like a super group album. It's, it's, uh, Mike Bloomfield, John Hammond, and Dr. John. Yeah. Which, it's a fucking awesome album, but I don't think I have any of his solo albums. I definitely don't have this one, which is the one I would want the most. My dad had quite a few. I don't know if he still does, but he did definitely have quite a few, and, uh, Man, he's played me like some of the older ones too, and uh, fuck. So, I have three. I have this one, Dr. John's Gumbo, which is 1972. And I have Remedies. But the thing is, is now when I bought a Dr. John album one time, I don't know where I bought it exactly. It was either one of like a cheap bin or something like that. But I saw Dr. John in there. And I picked it up because it was originally the Night Tripper cover. Um, <coughs> I'll show you that cover. Oh no, sorry. It was this. Sun, Moon, and Herbs. Okay, I've seen that, but that's a later album, though. 71. Okay, you have that? Well, no. The thing is, I bought it, and it was in that case, but it turned out to be this album. Remedies. Oh, that's pretty cool, though, because that's older, no? Yeah, one year older. But, you know, I mean, either way, it was a win-win because I got a Dr. John album, but it wasn't the right album. Different r cover. It's kind of weird. It's like, it's a great album, but it's not in the right cover. Yeah, that's hard. And like, You know what? I, uh, I got this collection of albums from someone I know, right? And uh, inside of it, I found a copy of the Dwayne Allman Anthology, Volumes 1 and 2, the full set. And I seen, and I also got uh, the Allman Brothers' Eat a Peach. And the Eat a Peach, um, I don't know, okay. The, the Eat a Peach album only had one in it, and the, the Dwayne Allman Anthology was full, right? And the, the Eat a Peach was a two-disc. Okay. So I was like, fuck, like, I really wanted to eat a peach. Like, and I only have half the album, it's kind of shitty, right? And then one day I went to go put on that Dwayne Almond, and it was Eat a Peach. So that, like, got mixed up, right? Someone put an Eat a Peach in the, okay. in the fucking, uh, in the Dwayne Almond. And then I was like, oh, sweet, I have my Eat a Peach. And then I realized I don't have my fucking Dwayne Almond anthology. Then I was like, well, shit, you know? Uh, so I was so happy to have both, and I was disappointed about one, then I was happy I had it, and then I was so disappointed to find out that, like, I would have loved to find it in something else, and not that, and still have, like, the full set. I still have the one record from it, but it's, it's, it's side C and D, like, how do you not have the first two sides yeah, of a exactly. record? It's something that happens not too often, but I do have a couple, like, I have a Nina Simone, uh, the, it's a live, sorry, it's a live album, um, and there's only sides one and two. Three and four don't, like, three and four weren't part of it. Uh, like, it didn't, <laughs> when I bought it, it wasn't in it. So, that's a loss. Uh, there was a 10cc album live that I bought. Uh, it had, like, it had uh, two different, but, like, it, it didn't. I don't know if it had the exact same two sides again, or it didn't have the other sides at all. 
Um, th same thing just happened last night when we were listening to a record over at uh, Angels. She, you know the Bob Seger she's got? Yeah. It's actually against the wind. It's not. It's not. Not, uh, not strangers in town. Really? Yeah. So when she put it on, we were expecting. Uh, uh, Did it have that um, sticker? What? Did it have the right sticker? What do you mean? Like on the label? Yeah. No. It was against the wind on the label? Yeah. That's fucked. Did you guys message Retro? Well, it was a $2 bill. I know, but still. Yeah, I know. But we were expecting that. What the hell is that song? Old time rock and, rock and roll. Yeah. We were expecting that to start. You should still message them because they might have the other one and it might be in the wrong case and then she could just buy the other one and then switch it. True, true. Maybe get a little bit of a discount or something. Yeah, well, I mean, you paid three dollars for the other one. True. <coughs> but uh, buy it off your buck fifty. That's something that uh, happened a couple times in my years of collecting. When I was uh, young and first starting to collect vinyl, there were a few albums that I felt I felt I really needed, right? Either because it had a song on it that stood out to me, or I really loved it, like the cover, because my dad had one or something. Yeah. And one of the first orders I made off, uh, I made off of uh, Discogs. I bought, I bought probably like six or seven albums. One, like uh, I think there was like my Cheap Trick in color, uh, a Prism album, maybe Journey and uh, some. Ah, oh, and and it was War. Okay. Why can't we be friends? But I also ordered with it Smoking by Humble Pie, and I ordered. Uh, have you ever heard of Mandrill? Mm, no, I don't know. It doesn't sound too familiar. What? Just, just this mean-looking fucking monkey on the cover, man. And it's just like a badass cover. Hmm. And it's kind of... don't even really remember. I think it's kind of like jazz rock fusion, kind of. like okay. Pretty cool stuff, though. I, I know it's good. I just don't know what it sounds like at the top of my head. But I didn't read the description of the Humble Pie and the Mandrill album. And it didn't have covers. Okay. You know how disappointing it is to yeah. get like four out of the six albums that you knew you were getting and they look great and they're everything you expected and then there's like two and it was in like a, a record book and they were sitting in sleeves in a record book and I was like, ah, oh, dirty. And I still don't have a cover for my fucking smoking or mandrill. There's, I don't even know where those records are because of fucking... <laughs> yeah, they've been... Tucked away somewhere, you probably forgot yeah. where. Yeah, probably kept them in that book, and I just don't know where that book is. There was, uh... That happened one time. Uh, I got Jimi Hendrix, uh, The Cry of Love. I got... Well, I didn't get it, but I, I picked up the album. I think at a sale or something like that. Uh, that was still early on, so I, I bought, like couple dozen albums that day so then I got home <laughs> there was no record in it at all <laughs> she <coughs> cry love is that like the gray one yeah. where he's standing on the cover yeah I had I have that that yeah, my dad took it and that's he not either it. has it or he sold it cause I've got are you experienced acts as bold as love are you uh, electrically land couple others but I'm missing that um that's one I really want. I'm missing a few. I, yeah. I know I got Are You Experienced at Electric Ladyland. Uh, 
I might have that one you were just talking about because I know the cover. If I don't have it, my dad has it, and if he don't have it, the guy that bought his records has it. <laughs> and I might have another Jimmy. I, I don't know. Um. Yeah. So. See, isn't it funny that people tell us we should stop collecting? Or not stop, but like slow down and then you think of everything you don't have. It's like, fuck. I gotta keep how? Collecting. How can I stop? <laughs> like, you don't even understand. I gotta keep collecting. That's that's what basically what I gotta keep <coughs> Um. <coughs> I'm gonna read out some of the associated acts here that he's been uh, known to work with. Oh, it's so good. I know. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's a little groovy. Um, I need this fucking record. I've loved this record ever since I found out who Dr. John was. And then I found this album and I was like, oh my god. So, he, he's done stuff with the Rolling Stones on XLM Main Street. Uh, he's done stuff with Potentially the greatest Stones album yeah. ever. He's done stuff with Canned Heat, two albums with Canned Heat. He's done stuff with uh, Mike Bloomfield, like you were saying. Yeah. He's on the Love on Helm All Stars. I picked Does it show? Yeah. See, Bloomfield and John Hammond. Yeah. What's that called? Trum. Tri. Trium. Triumphria. Triumphria. Fuck. <laughs> you made a fool out of us on our own <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, the Greg Allman Band. Van Morrison. With Babe Morrison. Uh, a period of transition. Did you show me the picture of it? Oh fuck, I don't know that one. Um, Sorry. Uh, <coughs> wait, where was I here? Because there's some yeah, other big ben names. The man. Um, Against the Wind, Bob Seger, we were just talking about that. Uh, Benny Wallace, I don't know who that is, Leon Rubber, Gillen and Glover. Uh, is that Alvin Ian Gillen? Bishop. Yeah, Ian Gillen and, and Glover. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So yeah, he does piano on uh, one of their tunes. Mango Stars, All Star Band. Yeah. Johnny uh, Winner. Johnny Winner. Yeah, Jimmy Johnny Bond. Winner. There's a video out there of Johnny Winners and and uh, Dr. John doing a live concert together. I believe it's still on YouTube. It's like a 45 oh, yeah. minute rock and roll jam. It's so fucking good. Like anyone that's into Dr. John or the blues or you know, Johnny Winners, obviously, like, check that out. I'm sure yeah. your dad would like that shit Definitely. if he hasn't already yeah, seen it. I'll have to remember to show him that. Ah, uh, he's played on some fucking soundtracks, 101 Dalmatians. He does the song Cruella. I just watched Cruella. Cruella. I just watched yeah. that. Uh, uh, he's, they probably played it. He did the Blues Blues Brothers 2000 uh, soundtrack, some of the songs on there. Uh Fuck, you know, the list goes on. Jimmy Smith, Steve Terrell, uh, something with Hugh Laurie, uh, the actor from House. Greg Allman, he did an really? album with Greg Allman. He's a good actor. Um, so, you know, very big, big artist in, um, in, in, in music, basically. In history, yeah. Did you know that... Mm. The Muppets character, Dr. Teeth. Do you know him? No. 
Well, he's, Man, I've he's... watched the Muppets, but I was so young. Dr. Mm. John's inspiration for that. <laughs> uh, he was in an HBO series, uh, one of the episodes of this show, Trem. I don't know what that is. He was in Startsky and Hutch. Ooh. Which one? Uh, well, just the TV series. Okay. Some, some, you know, some TV appearances as well. So, you know, all around fucking great fucking musician. Pretty good actor, I guess, too. many talents. And a lot of fucking amazing songs written by this guy. Uh, now, he, he, he's one of the ones who, um, he struggled with some addiction problems. Um, he didn't so die because of, of them. He didn't did, die. Though, man, like it w- didn't even seem like an addiction because all your friends were doing it too, for the most part. Anyways, I mean, in that circle for sure. Like they're all loaded. And yeah, they're having a great time. It's pretty much what we would have done if it were us. Exactly. You know, we wouldn't have had a few too many beers, too many fucking joints, huh? <laughs> Marijuana, cigarettes. Um. But he was Look on the worst one. Look at those lines in the mirror, huh? You wanna be a rock star? Lines on my face. You wanna live this life? Oh, that was a rough sip. Sip of the dudes. Um, he was addicted to the worst one. Heroin. He had a big heroin addiction. He did get clean eventually, a but... A bit of smack. A little smacky. He had a little bit of smacky. And, unfortunately, on June 6th, 2019, he died of a heart attack. But that's a full life, you know. As sad as yeah, that at is. Yeah, 77. 77. Had yeah. a heroin addiction. He beat that. Released a bunch of fucking awesome music. Yeah, lived a lot of his friends. Yep. I'll tell you that. Now, he, he's from New Orleans. So, uh, oh, he's also worked with Dan Auerbach and Eric Clapton and Joel Walsh. Yeah, hey, Dan Auerbach produced one of his last albums. It's not his last album. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so, he was born in New Orleans, so a lot of his music, uh, like, his, his persona is very voodoo, like the night tripper. Um, dude, like, he's very, he, he, he's very voodoo. Um, I don't know exactly why his name he chose Dr. John maybe he wanted to be a doctor he was interested in New Orleans voodoo and in Los Angeles he developed the idea of the Dr. John persona for his old friend Ronnie Barron who was a a Senegalese prince conjure man herb doctor and spiritual healer so that's basically where he came holy fucking shit this free man of color lived on Bay- Bayou Road and claimed to have 15 wives and over 50 children. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. He, he uh, included, an, uh, he kept an assortment of snakes and lizards along with embalmed scorpions and animal and human skulls and sold Griscris, which is the name of Dr. The John's first album. Yeah, Griscris. And voodoo amulets. So I guess Dr. John, well, I didn't even, I, I didn't even think that the Dr. John I've always known him as Dr. John, but I didn't think that was a persona. Yeah. But I guess, like, after reading that, it makes What's sense. What's his name? Uh, well, it's Malcolm, but the the name most people go by, and the way he's announced on uh, Last Waltz is Mac Rabinac. Malcolm John Rabinac Jr. 
But yeah, Dr. John, that's cool. But back to what you said about that guy having 30 kids. 50. 50 kids. Even <laughs> better. See, what I was thinking. 15 like, different women. 50 kids. So if you're Like me personally, like, I don't know. I'm probably never going to be rich. I'm never going to. You never say you no. Know, hit the lotto. You know, do that big thing to get you all that money. But wouldn't having 50 kids be dope? Because I bet you one of them makes it. One of them makes it. Unless they're all poor. You gotta fucking feed like yeah, but 50 I mean, poor kids. I think by the starving. time that you know, you know, give them a couple of years. Yeah. And you'll see who's going in the right direction. And that's when you pick the woman to spend your life with. <laughs> One of those. Well, I had a lot of choices. It's like The Bachelor, except you gotta get at least a five or six year contract and have kids with the men. He had a lot of choices. And uh, I just did some quick math. If he had 50 kids, that means he had three kids with each fucking woman or he had other you know he found 15 very fertile women and I fucking respect or maybe he was just super fertile, fertile. <laughs> did they know because it's not cool unless they knew uh, I don't know if they knew I, and I they hope, were down I with it like, well 50 wives so I assume no 15 wives yeah sorry yeah 15, 15 wives kids. I'm assuming they know that they have your kids. your kids take up half the school <laughs> Especially in New Orleans. Well, maybe not. New Orleans is a pretty big town. Because if he impregnated 15 women three times over a certain amount of years, so all the kids were the same age, oh man, they'd start businesses and bands together and shit. Millions. Now, just to be clear, we're not talking about Doc, like Mac Rebenak here. We're talking about some random guy named fucking yeah I know <laughs> just cause I kind of got lost for a minute I'm like wait we're not talking about Dr. John here I know I'm stoned we should clarify alright 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 time to flip the record flipper flipperoo it's time to get up I gotta flip that record Walking over to the stereo Time to get up, I gotta flip that record Got to walk up to the stereo If I don't flip it, nobody else will If I don't flip it, nobody else will If I don't flip it, nobody else will if I don't flip it, you know nobody else will. I flipped it. Here's side two. So back. Side two. Side two. Side two. Uh, just to conclude on the topic of last time, I just read that he did have a lot of children. There's no um, Dr. John. Ra Dr. John? Rubinak himself. He had a lot of he kids, lot too? Of so he was I don't know if he had 50. but How many? I don't know. It, doesn't, it just idea? says a lot <laughs> in quotations. So I don't know. That's the New York Times. Times saying that. He said he married twice and had a lot of children. Wow. Maybe like 10. That's my guess. Look it up. How many kids does Dr. John have? Try to look up. See how it goes. One thing to me that really stands out on this album, even if you don't All like the music, 
Yeah. Even if you don't like the music, I mean, just look it up and see the artwork on it. If you can, like, respect good art, like, Especially this next level shit, yeah. Uh, what we got, like, I don't know what the fuck's, but there's a spoon and a plate. You get a fucking line puking. And there's a spoon and a cup or a plate walking away. Someone holding a lemon. Yeah. Uh, Mosquito. Is that a butt? Uh, I'm not sure. It looks like... Either a, maybe a knuckle or something. Yeah, maybe a knuckle. A lizard. That, that a, a, yeah, lion puking. Lizard fucking... Or taking its skin out or I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I think that's a snake eating a lizard. Oh, yeah, something. nice. Or a frog, maybe. And then there's a whole gate full, too, that's full yeah. of fucking colors. Jesus. There's a little cat <laughs> laying on the beach. Like, if you're stoned or on acid and you want to... Trip out. Look at one See of his some Mickey covers. Mouse faces in there. Yeah. Especially, yeah, definitely that first one. What are they? A flying fucking fish? Mermaid fish? There's a face up here in the cloud. Dogs fucking. Yeah, there's two dogs humping right there. That's fucking Brad. I don't know what the fuck that thing is. A walking yeah. butt or a kidney. <laughs> that BS will. Pig line. Yeah. So if you're ever stoned and you want something to look at for a while, this is a good album to look at. <laughs> um, how many kids did Dr. John have? That's what. How many kids? <laughs> What's your guess? I'm gonna end guess twelve. Well, apparently Eddie Murphy has seven. Well, that's what's up. Tonight. <laughs> how many kids? Such a Dr. John. Such a night Such a night Alright, well, t New York Times sucks Because they don't know shit Apparently there's only two <laughs> Oh, well Sorry, that was anticlimactic, I guess Um I love this performance he does uh, with uh, the guys. The band? Like, the band, man. They're fucking so uh, You guys should watch The Last Waltz if you haven't seen We're it. We're gonna have to spin it soon. Yeah, it'd be awesome. This album's 33 minutes and 22 seconds. If I don't do you know somebody else will. This is where we got our jingle. Yeah. Wow. Jingle, jingle, jingle. You were singing the, the version of it. I was just playing random fucking chords. Yeah, yeah, I was like, we should do that band tune. I was like, no, that was fucking Dr. John with the band. That, now, the thing song. that makes The Last Waltz really fucking good as well is the fact that it's directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah, that's dope. Like, and not just that, he still has a, a relationship with Robbie Robertson. Robbie Robertson does other things for him. I think Robbie Robertson might have been part of the Irishman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Could be wrong, but it is one of his more recent films he was a part of. He uh, he also did the, the band documentary, When We Were Brothers. That oh, was yeah? Like a, oh, yeah, he did do that. HBO yeah, I special. That. I still haven't watched that. I watched that. It was good. Yeah. Steal you away from him. Oh, 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 oh. I remember when Dr. John died two years ago. I remember hearing about it. And then there was, uh, I saw a Facebook video where there was a lot of people, like a whole big, uh, you know, celebration uh, 
in uh, in the streets of New Orleans. Like a bunch of people just got together, started playing music together. There's all kinds of people, you know, playing music in the streets for Dr. John. And that's basically what Dr. John was all about. He really liked. Uh, he he was, even sounds like yeah. fuck. He was very into the scene. Like he he really New Orleans really loved Dr. John. And um, fucking. And I saw understandable. I saw a band a couple summers ago at the Sure Blues Fest, and it was called um, it was called uh, Big Big Sam's Funky Nation. If you ever want some fucking funky ass uh, funky ass New Orleans music, check out Big Sam's Funky Nation. The guy plays the trombone. It's really cool. But they, you know, they they all kind of have that vibe in New Orleans. I'd love to go to New Orleans, man. Yeah. The jazz scene. Were you, like, just didn't you almost go? Well, there was a pro- possibility it was a trip when I went to the youth center a lot. But uh, I didn't go. I didn't go on the trip. I didn't raise enough money. Which I regret, but you know, I figure at one point I'm probably going to get down to New Orleans. Because I got to go to New Orleans. It's like such musically rich. Like... Ugh. I'm playing a game now, Mafia 3. That's based in New Orleans. Red Dead Redemption is based in New Orleans. Just one thing though, if you were in New Orleans and it was sinking and you didn't want to swim, what would you do? Go to Florida. What? I'd drive out and go to Florida. I don't know. <laughs> Where would I go? Probably the highest building. Highest building. I'd be on a boat on the side, you know, SWAM! <laughs> <laughs> Blasting that song. Blasting New Orleans singer. Uh, um. I'm so pumped to see that video of Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. With the hip. That was cool. I've never seen that before. That was at Live Aid, eh? Yeah. No, it's not to do with Dr. John. I just thought no, it's, 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 it is cool. I, I've never seen those performances either. There's a lot of stuff I haven't seen on there. I have to go. I have to go back. Like on there. I said, you do need to watch that video of Doctor oh. John and Johnny Winter. Yeah, definitely. My dad was telling me about it. He said, "Man, I'd love to see it." And so I started looking up because he's like, he's not really one to use a computer that often, you know. Yeah. Or do any of that sort of shit. So he's not really good at it for the most part. And then like one day I found it for him and he hadn't seen it so long. He said, "Man, that's so fucking cool," you know. Because he watched it when it was on TV in like 87 or oh, something. Oh, it was on TV? Yeah. On like a music channel or something. It was late too, I guess. Like, you know, when you're hammered at 2 or 3 a.m. and you're sitting on the couch and something fucking amazing comes on, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you forget it. <laughs> you know, it's kind of well, unique. he never forgot it. I don't know if he was drunk on the couch at 3 a.m., but... Uh, I've done it a couple times. I've forgotten <laughs> some stuff, so... Like, what happened the night before? <laughs> uh, this is a unique cover, because the fucking sleeve's there. Yeah, I know. Like, wild. Yeah, it's weird. It's like on the inside of the cover, and then the gatefold opens up by itself. On the end, yeah. Like like it, it opens like a book. Yeah, with a fucking insert on the cover. It's weird. I don't know. I always... Uh, interesting. Most gate pulls open like a book. That's some weird dumbass. <laughs> 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 but I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Because when I was holding it, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's why I made the 
comment because I saw you kind of looking at it like, what? Um, ratings? Rating time? Is it rating time? Rating time, time, time. It's time, time, time for ratings. With the... I'm going to steal that from Bill Bruno. Zip. You know the... You know what it's like. It's time for advice. With your friend, Billy Burr. It's time for advice. But with your friends, Brandon Dillon. Except we're not giving advice. Because I don't have time for your problems. Actually, we'll give a little bit of advice. Oh, never mind. If you don't know Dr. John, listen to Dr. John. And if you know Dr. John, listen to Dr. John. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Agreed. That was all on this week's advice, advice, advice. advice. <laughs> Alrighty. All Music gave it four and a half stars. Pretty good. Yeah. And Robert Crisco gave it a B plus. Oh wow. He gave uh, Phantom Comes Alive a B minus. So. It's a piece of garbage, man. Piece of garbage, real one. Right Place, Wrong Time became the biggest hit from the LP, reaching the top ten in both US and Canada. And the album itself was Dr. John's highest charting album, spending 33 weeks on the chart and peaking at number four. Uh, number 24, sorry. So not, you know, pretty good, honestly, for Dr. John, someone who does, hasn't actually had... Like, when you think of Dr. John, he's not on the top front lines of, you know, music. Uh, like, you know, he's famous, but he's not... Ultra famous. Yeah, but so many of them are. Yeah, like he's know, known. If we get into who's not ultra famous. Yeah. There's a lot. But he's known, mean? but he's not known like super well. And like he's known for, if, you know, for the performance on The Last Waltz or something like that. Or something other. Uh, well, anyone that watched The Last Waltz and seen him on there for the first time, like you and I. I'd be very surprised if they didn't look into it more because that's such an engaging performance. Like, really captures him. Plus, such a knight. Yeah. Like, such a good tune. Just when he starts. Purple like, fucking sparkle jacket. Yeah. I'd like to pay thanks to the band and all the fellas. All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like ding, ding, ding. It's fucking perfect, you know. That's all I have for the ratings. Uh, there's no chart success other than. Uh, 33 weeks on the charts and peaking at number 24. So fucking good album. Uh, oh, that's a great you know, album. Good album Regardless for, of critics. I mean, yeah. they could have all said it was garbage and I would say that they were all dumbasses. So. True, true, true. Have you listened to Match Dr. John other than this one? Yeah, well, I know my, my dad used to play me as early ones. Like, Gris Gris. I've, I've listened to that a lot. Night Tripper. Listen to that. Like, uh, okay. I mean, listened to quite a few together. Yeah. And I did listen to some of the new one that was produced by Dan Overbrook. Oh, you did? Okay. How was that? Was it still good? Like, did it sound? Yeah, I mean, it's different, but I mean, it's still good. I think when you're this talented, it's hard not to be good, you know? True. Now... We're already at the last song. Yeah, I know. It goes by How long is this podcast? Uh, about 30... Almost, probably gonna reach 40. Yeah. It's crazy. It flies, right? Yeah. Um... I've listened to the Sun, Moon, and Herbs Remedies. Oh, I just got the notification that it's game time in 15 minutes. Habs are taking game three tonight. 
And if not, that's okay, because we're still up too. Don't say it's okay. It's not okay. And they're not going to lose this game. They're going up 3 nothing. Knocked on wood, just in case. Uh, I know Dr. John's Gumbo. I have that one. That's a great album, too. Ico Ico's on that. Ico Ico Day Day. You know that song. Um, and that's followed by this album. Lockdown. Okay. Well, it's, it has the same kind of album cover. <laughs> Our, you know. It's pretty cool. It's not his last one, though. This is his last one. It's his second to last I've one. I've never listened to this one. Destively Bonnaroo. I mean, there's a lot of it. I don't know. But yeah, there's so many artists where, like, you know, for people like you and I that that had to find so much music right away, it's great because there's artists like Dr. John where you're pretty sure that all his albums are going to be great, but you don't get to them all exactly. at once. And there's you know? so many. And there's always more to discover. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, I was in my room before we did the podcast. I was listening to Innuendo by Queen, right? That was never going to be my first pick when I first heard Queen when I was a kid, you know? When you're a kid and you first hear Queen, you want to hear We Will Rock You, We yeah. Are the Champions, you know? Another one bites the dust, Bohemian Rhapsody, the big ones, and those are on the earlier albums, you know? Or at least in the middle. Whereas Innuendo was an older one. I didn't like that much until I was, like, later in my teens when I took the time to discover more than I already mm-hmm. knew. But, uh... Yeah, it's it, there's yeah. Just, <laughs> there's just so much fucking music from these artists. Like, it's really fucking hard to, um, to keep track of all these artists and shit. Like, like all the stuff they've released. Cause he, I don't know how many, uh, how many are you looking at his discography? How many mm-hmm. albums has he released in total? In his discography, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Sorry, folks. 31. 31? That's not bad. Yeah. Are you in a raffle? Well, he just posts the video, so... Are you in it? Yeah, it was a tragically hip one. But I don't know where where he is. Oh, is it? It's not my number. How many do you have? I have seven. But this is at the end. I skipped to the near the end, so I don't know how many fucking spots he has left. I don't know what's going on here. How many? Like, <laughs> oh fuck it. What? We're getting close, I guess, because there's less and less fucking triangles, but I don't... There's four. I don't even know if I'm in it. I don't know. I don't care. You do care. LED. Good job. So I didn't win the tragically affected powers. I'll get it eventually. Um, shut up. It's still dirty, eh? This is the thing, though. It's live in Sweden, 1987. Johnny Winter and Dr. John. Okay. I just have to say that. All right. Well, we've reached oh, the end right. of another episode of DBD oh, Grooves. Right. We've spun the record. We've drank the beer. I didn't even mention what beer I was drinking today, and I bought it especially because I wanted to mention it just because of the fucking cool can. And it's kind of like a New Orleans uh, with voodoo-ish 
skull looking thing. It's pretty I look, cute. I think it's like something like Mexican voodoo-ish. I don't know. Uh, it's Mexican called Velo, which means bike. So which Velo. means death to all. Um, no. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not what it means. It means... I don't even think... I can't... The only word I can think of that starts with a V is vagina. Vagina! <laughs> so, um... Virginia. Fucking... Vagina. Virginia. Vaginal. Everybody loves... Victorious. Oct- octopus. What? With a V. Well, oct- octopus down here. Oh. I was going down. Um... American Pale Ale, there is Siegel, whatever the fuck that means. I don't Victory. know what Siegel is. Uh, it's beer. Figaro. It's a 5.5. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Oh, no, that's dirty. I can just scratch their logo right off if I wanted to. That's dirty. Oh, I don't know. That might be a negative point because, you know, that's that's shoddy craftsmanship here. Shoddy. If I can scrape your logo shoddy. off the can, that's a little fuck. Well, I guess you can rip the, the, the bottle of paper. American Pale Ale. Ale de Sig, 5.5% by Benelux Brasserie Artisanal. Not bad. I've uh, tasted a lot better beers. He um, gives it the same fucking thing as its percentage. 5.5. No. Well, let me take one last sip. See if I can identify any real aromatic flavors. Can identify tainted Yeah, no, I don't identify uh, flavors. A lot of hops, a little bitterness. Hoppy. Something grabs you by the throat a bit there. Not not grabs you in a bad way, but you taste it in your throat. Like aggressive at all, or just... No, it just, it's like an aggressive, bitter taste. So I said aggressive, you said no, and then you said aggressive. Bitter. Like you meant, I, I thought you meant like aggressive, like grabbing of the throat. Was it grabbing? Well, it, it like it tingled. Like it's like you drink it and it's like... Your taste buds don't like the taste. That's like me when I try to put back a Guinness. I'm like, why do people do this? Well, you know, there's only one occasion I drink Guinness, and that's St. Pat's. Pat's. Yeah, and I'll drink me, about four. I have one occasion where I drink them, and that's on the day they're sold out, and fuck, I'm just shit out of luck. True, yeah. Uh, four, I usually drink about four cans of that, and then my belly's ready to say, okay, switch to another beer, because like a dark black beer like that is uh, not bad. But not bad. Uh, it's uh, it's good beer, so I'll give it a I'll give it a. Well, you know what? You the can is pretty cool. Give it away. Give it away. You know, six uh, percent. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. Six percent. Can is cool. A little shoddy, but that's all right. Doctor John, in the right place. Um, Check it out. Great on. Um, that it's your birthday. Yeah. Uh, rest, in you. rest in peace. Rest in peace. We're remembering Virginia. Okay. Spinning in Virginia. Oh. <laughs> All right, Dr. John, have a good day, and uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye.